welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to my Amazon Merch Series for Beginners. And today we are talking about the content policy, the ever important content policy, because this is all about keeping our accounts safe as we build a long-term recurring source of passive income. And if we lose sight of the long-term value of our business and ignore the content policy, we know that there will be consequences. In some cases, that could mean losing our seller account, and we do not want that. So today, we are gonna get real familiar with the Amazon Merch content policy. Let's get started. All right, we are back in the Merch by Amazon resource section, and here we are at the content policy. I will leave a link to this in the description if you wanna follow along. Again, I'm gonna read through it, and I'll give my commentary as we go. Also, just so you know, there's really now three content policies if you ask me. So I would call this content policy one, and shortly you will see content policy number two and number three. So that's why hopefully you guys subscribe to my channel so that you know you you, you find these things because even the team over at Merch um, has split this up in a way that's kind of confusing. All right, content policy. All designs submitted through the Merch program must adhere to our content policies. To help you get started with these policies, please watch the following video. Okay, just watch my video. We do not allow the following content. This list is not exhaustive and the content policies may change over time. Merch reserves the right to determine the appropriateness of listings on its site and may remove any listing at any time. If you supply content in violation of these content policies, we may take corrective actions such as immediately suspending or terminating content creator privileges, removing listings, terminating the business relationship, or permanently withholding payments. Section 1. Illegal or Infringing Content This includes content that does not comply with federal, state, or local laws in the geographies in which your listings are available. This also includes content incorporating intellectual property such as trademarks, copyrights, or the name or likeness of others that you do not have the right to use. So yeah, they definitely had a legal team tighten these things up. Uh, They used to be like getting into specifics about what was actually allowed and what was actually not allowed. And now they have basically condensed that thing that it used to be into two bullet points that are a little bit more open-ended and a little bit more open to interpretation. And they really imply that like, us on the seller side are going to do our due diligence and use common sense. All right. Like I'm not even going to get into specifics actually. Cause if I start telling you like what you can't do, the YouTube algorithm is going to not, not like this video, put it that way. Cause they listen to every single word we say, even though it's just AI, um, it's the world we live in. They know, and then they will flag this video and it's not going to end well for that. Uh, so I try to keep those trigger words out of my mouth. All right. You can use these resources to check for registered trademarks. Here you go. You got the USPTO for the United States. Then you've got the equivalent of the US Patent and Trademark Office for the US, but you have the equivalent for United Kingdom, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, and Japan. Of course, you know what's not listed are the uh, local laws in the geographies in which your listings are available. So what that's also kind of leaving the door open for is uh, if you upload a design and you check that you want to make it available on a t-shirt on all international markets, well, one of those international marketplaces, it could be any one of them, may have a law against whatever your niche is and you may get a rejection in just that marketplace. Like if you've uploaded enough content, guys, I'm sure you've seen what I'm talking about. You randomly get a rejection in France, you know, and you're like, what the heck? Why is, you know, and that's just 
could it's 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 all regulated by merch by amazon's artificial intelligence like approval rejection algorithm sometimes it gets things wrong and sometimes there's just things that we'll never have guessed wouldn't be allowed all right sorry i'm talking too much number two offensive or controversial content this includes content that promotes incites or glorifies hatred violence racial sexual or religious intolerance or promotes organizations with such views Content that graphically portrays violence or victims of violence. Content depicting children or characters resembling children in a sexually aggressive manner. Oh uh, yeah, you, YouTube's going to love this video, guys. Hit that like button at least because it's going to get buried. Youth-sized products that contain adult content, profanity, and sexual and or sexual references. Content related to human tragedies and natural disasters. Content using profanity to attack a group or individual. Content that promotes illegal activity. Sexually obscene content and inflammatory content. Section three, other content not allowed. (laughs) This is a section called other content not allowed. Solicitation for customer reviews. Content giving the impression sales proceeds will be donated to other organizations or used for charity. Content that references product fulfillment or delivery attributes and other content that might lead to a poor customer experience. Notice they just keep it broad. So they reserve the right to say, oh, not that either. Um, and these are all these, this whole section is based on, uh, like, I don't know if I should call them like loopholes or tricks or whatever, but like a lot of people like merch sellers back in the day used to do, you know, a lot of these things. Now I personally didn't do any of them cause I just, I, yeah, I just didn't do any of them personally, but I saw, you know, in the community, people recommending that you do it. And I don't know, I'm not judging by the way. I'm just saying like, I, I know that that was pretty popular. All right, guide to merch product quality. And this is actually the link right here that, you know, so the bottom of content policy one kind of takes you to content policy two. And this is more or less just additional, I call them trigger words. To me, a trigger word is a word that will result in a rejection of your submission. Content published through merch is held to the high standards customers have come to expect from Amazon. If we discover a problem with your listing, we may remove it from sale. The information listed here will help you understand the types of quality issues we see most frequently and will give you an idea of what you should be paying close attention to when creating your listing. Please follow the guidelines below to ensure your listing's content, including artwork, metadata, and design description do not result in accurate in inaccurate, sorry, in inaccurate or overwhelming search results or impair customers' ability to make good buying decisions. All right, artwork issues. Design quality may have an impact on a customer's decision to purchase a product. We do not allow low-quality designs that create a poor shopping experience, including, but not limited to, artwork with typos, images that are blurry or contain low resolution, designs with blurred lines, unclean backgrounds, or watermarks, and fully transparent artwork. Metadata issues. Make sure your listing's metadata doesn't result in inaccurate search results or impair customers' ability to make good buying decisions. We do not allow metadata containing information unrelated to the design, such as suggested use, for example, gift, perfect for birthday, etc. Promotional phrases, for instance, free shipping, bestseller, or other unrelated metadata, such as 100% quality guarantee or new product. Please ensure the title, feature bullets, or description match the design so they're saying like keep the keywords you do include uh relevant to the design the niche etc and then also you know avoid these phrases basically last section here disappointing content we do not allow content that disappoints our customers or creates a poor shopping experience including but not limited to 
See, the lawyers, they always leave the door open, including but not limited to, so we can still change our mind. Metadata that does not relate to the image or is used to manipulate search results are prohibited. Content that implies, by the way, metadata, guys, is just like the keywords that we include with our title, our brand, our bullets, and our description. Content that implies the product contains a textured material, including wood. By the way, so these are all words you should avoid. Wood, metal, marble, sequin, glitter, leather, rubber, fuzzy, or furry, glass, diamond, and gem. And again, it may not be limited to just that, okay? Content that implies a special printing effect is used are prohibited. Examples include neon. So these are more words, guys. Write this list down. Neon, metallic, foil, rose gold, gold, sparkling, glows, glows in the black light, and glow in the dark. By the way, quick plug for the Producter Chrome extension. While I don't really use it, like I've used it at times, um, I'm pretty sure they have like a really extensive list of trigger words. So shout out to Producter, okay? Producter, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-O-R, Chrome extension. Check that out if you're worried about um, getting rejections. Of course, it's not a perfect solution, but all of these words that are pretty much 100% uh, guaranteed to result in a rejection, I'm pretty sure they will help I notify you that you're about to hit submit and it's going to get rejected and help you avoid the rejections. All right, here we go. Content including, sorry, content intending to direct customers to external services, including physical addresses, phone numbers, and email addresses. Content obscured and or illegible due to the design color matching the selected product color. So if you guys missed yesterday's video, uh, go check that one out because we went through the best practices and basically talked through how um, if you like, you know, there, there were examples basically provided by the merch team, how like it may look good on screen, but the actual product that we get when it's the physical product is printed and it's done may not look like how it looked on screen. So always use good color selection, good color contrast. Uh, examples include of what not to do blue text on a blue shirt. And last designs where a single color is applied to a product's full print area. So yeah, not just like a full rectangle of a solid color. All right, and then the third content policy, kind of a new one. I'm not sure if it's new actually, but it's new to me. So in the frequently asked questions section, which it looks like it got an overhaul, right at the top, there's a section for intellectual property. So this goes right in line, in my mind, with the content policy because it's kind of the do's and don'ts of uh, submitting new products. So let's go through this real real quick as well. All right, so uh, what restrictions apply to my use of a third party's intellectual property? In accordance with the content policy, Amazon cannot make, sell, distribute, or promote items that infringe the intellectual property rights, including copyright, trademark, and publicity rights of a third party. This means that you should either have obtained a license or otherwise received permission from any third party whose intellectual property you wish to use with Merch by Amazon. This applies to not only your design for a product, but also the product name, product description, and the brand that you use. So it's not only the design that we submit, which I don't think their AI really looks at the designs. Like I know it does to some extent, but it's not to the same extent of like the way it looks at our keywords or metadata as it was calling it uh, when we do a submission. You must have clear documented permission to use a person's name, likeness, or image in a Merch by Amazon design. This permission is important if the person is a celebrity, but is necessary for anyone. So don't use Taylor Swift's name picture or likeness on a merch by Amazon design product name, brand name, keyword, or product description, unless you have the express documented permission from Tay Tay. So someone had fun writing that one, (laughs) Taylor Swift or Tay Tay. 
Uh, similarly, you must have clear documented rights to use any intellectual property with merch by Amazon. The Seattle Seahawks might be great, and then it says parentheses, they are, but you can't use their name, logo, or trademark on a merch by Amazon design, product name, brand, keyword, or other product description without express document permission from the Seahawks. So I'm guessing they're in Seattle uh, when they wrote that. <laughs> Shout out to the Seahawks. Uh, you're ultimately responsible for ensuring that you hold all necessary intellectual property rights to submit a design through Merch by Amazon. You should not assume that just because you found an image on the internet that you can have it for commercial use without permission from the owner. Yeah, guys, definitely don't assume that. <laughs> Works can be protected from copyright even if they do not have a copyright notice. Do not copy someone else's work without first obtaining their permission. If you're unsure... If you own all necessary rights to use something in a design, please consult an attorney. For information about copyright law in the United States, please visit the United States Copyright, o copyright Office's website and frequently ask questions. For information on trademarks in the United States, visit the United States Patent and Trademark Office's website. So both of those are linked right here in this article. For information about copyright law in Europe, please visit the EU IPOs, frequently asked questions on copyright, etc. All right, more links. Um, what should I do if another item is using my intellectual property without my authorization? Uh, if you believe an item is available for sale on Amazon that contains content that's infringing on your intellectual property, you can report it to Amazon using the online forms, and then all the reporting forms are up there. All right, why was my design rejected? I talked to an attorney, and they claim it's not trademark infringement. Amazon takes copyright, design, and trademark infringement very seriously. At times, our policies may appear more conservative than your lawyer would advise you is necessary. We do this to protect Amazon customers, content creators, third-party brands, and Amazon itself from the repercussions of infringing content. So that's their way of kind of covering up. But let me translate that for you. As a former web developer of, um, you know, eight years professionally, but longer than that, if you, if you count my own time. Uh, as a programmer, these things, these algorithms are not perfect, especially when we build them to police the submission of millions of designs and, you know, hundreds of millions of words. All right. So they're just not perfect. So they're also kind of covering for the programmers there. How do I know a design is trademarked? I checked the database. You mentioned there's no trademark for X brand on apparel. In general, you should only submit content to which you own the rights. This means creating fresh new content. If you choose to use trademark content, your design may be rejected. So again, they're covering for the imperfections of their algorithm because that's not really a good answer at all. But, you know, it's all good. I get it. We get it, right? Hopefully you guys get it. It's it, Amazon's at least attempting to police their platform from descending into becoming Redbubble, right? Where Redbubble is almost exclusively intellectual property infringement now. Amazon's trying to like actually, you know, not get sued because everybody knows Amazon's got the money. If you want to take Amazon to court, you know, they may end up like having to pay up for real. Um, so Amazon's trying to prevent us the creators from, you know, essentially costing them. Because remember, the merch by Amazon products are sold by Amazon. So they're the ones that are, I'm just saying, I'm not a lawyer, but they're probably the ones that would end up in court uh, defending themselves if a big brand, you know, was infringed upon and merch by Amazon fulfilled a bunch of orders. So in summary, obviously, yeah, don't infringe guys. But can I use images from the internet in my design? You're ultimately responsible for ensuring that you hold all necessary intellectual property rights to submit a design through merch by Amazon. You should not assume that because you found an image on the internet that you can use it for commercial use without permission from the owner. Works can be protected by copyright even if they do not have a copyright notice or can be protected as community designs or under local design protection laws. Do not copy someone else's work without first obtaining their permission. 
If you're unsure, if you own all necessary rights to use elements of a design, please consult an attorney. Can I use someone else's artwork in my design? Designs with the same idea or concept are allowed. The artwork itself, however, cannot be copied without the owner's permission. Copying another creator's artwork, or original artwork, without their permission is strictly prohibited. Failure to comply with this policy will, res- will result in the immediate suspension or termination of your account. And that's pretty much true as far as everything I've you know heard. If you guys are in the merch communities, you will see people that get suspended. And sometimes they'll even say, yeah, I messed up. I did this. And they'll show us what they did. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's not allowed. What is a copycat design? Copycat designs are strictly prohibited and defined as the following. Exact reproductions of the entirety or a significant portion of original artwork, resized, recolored, or visually adjusted reproductions of original artwork, and design reproductions containing distinct design elements. All right, so they're basically giving vague examples of a copycat, but anyways, hopefully you guys get the gist. All right, so that was three different content policies And technically, they only have one content policy, but I mean, if you ask me, the other two should also count. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. It's gone on long enough, so I'm going to shut up, but thank you for watching. Before I leave, I wanted to remind you that I run a free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. You can take advantage using the link in the description. Two winners are randomly selected and announced every Sunday. Also in the description, I've got a link to my seven-day Merch by Amazon mini course. It's completely free. All I need is your email address, and I'll send you one lesson a day for seven days. And I've got a great Merch by Amazon Facebook community that I'd love to have you in if you're not a member and you guessed it, the link is in the description. Last but not least, I have a full Merch by Amazon course. I call it Amazon Merch School. It shows you how I went from tier 10 all the way to tier 200,000 and made over $750,000 in sales to date. You can learn everything I know about Merch by Amazon in this course. If you want to learn more, there's a link in the description. Thank you guys for watching. Please drop a like on the video if it helped and subscribe if you're not already and I will see you at the next one.